Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. Rock, paper, scissors, and shoot. Did we do it again? Yeah, we both no. did rock. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, this time we time. have to do one of the other ones. We cannot choose rock at this point. How's okay. that? That's fair? Sure, okay, sure, ready? sure. Rock, paper, scissors, and shoot. What are, you, what are you doing, scissors? Yeah, scissors. Okay, I was paper, so yeah. So does that mean you go or? I, I guess, yeah, we'll go ahead and have me go first. Oh my okay. God. All right, well. <laughs> Hey, do listeners, not, do not do a rock, paper, scissor with a psych with psychics. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We, we, um, we decided to do a little Rochambeau or rock, paper, scissors here to see who would introduce our, um, this episode. And well, it took like three or four times for Hillary and I to actually, you know, as you heard, do something. Get, a, so, get an actual separate response instead yep. of doing the same thing. Yeah. So uh, welcome to another fun episode of Card Slingers Coast to Coast. And so our last episode, we talked about the event season and how it's upon us. And that hopefully those of you that are reading either via Zoom, Zoom, I said Zoom, Zoom (laughs) or, or any other platform, maybe there's one called Soon, I don't know. Or in person, you've been raising your rates, you're staying healthy and you're staying safe. Now, one of the things we did not touch upon, but we really wanted to, and the reason why we're doing this as a separate episode is about post-reading aftercare for readers. I know that Hillary and I, and today, to replace Melissa, we have Anareo, who's coming back to tell us about his post-aftercare regimen. Everybody. (laughs) Yeah, it's really important that you have some sort of aftercare. And I know, like, um, right after we recorded that episode with Hillary or with Melissa and Hillary, my friend Anna asked me, What do I do? So, yeah, there are people out there about right now asking how you take care of yourself after event readings, or this can even be just a long day of readings. Yeah, or any reading, really. Because sometimes the reading, sometimes you're getting like really deep and pruny in a reading and it could just be one client and the, the reading is particularly heavy or deep or you go through a lot of topics or you really deep dive on one topic and you're just like, whoo, okay, like I need, I need to do something here. I need a cleanse. I need to, you know, take a deep breath. Maybe I need to actually take a shower, you know, um, and for some of this aftercare this has really been trial and error for a lot of us, um, not realizing how very draining and energetically depleting a reading can be. And, you know, my husband actually said this to me. He was like, I never know what you're going to be like after a reading, you know, like sometimes (laughs) it's a party or an event and I'm like super energized when I get home and I'm like bouncing off the walls. And so he was just like, so, you know, I, I, I kind of have to account for, you know, are you going to be super drained and wanting to go to bed or are you going to be bouncing off the walls and, you know, up until 2 a.m.? <laughs> and that's a really good point because there have been times where I've either been really drained or I've been, you know, super hyper 
And it's it's really hard when you're doing evening or nighttime events because mm-hmm. that's when usually, at least for me, Kendra's asleep and I can't be bouncy and happy. But I usually go into the guest bedroom and um, do my routine and stuff, you know, away from her so she can get her sleep. Because that's also important for aftercare, aftercare for partners of readers is, you know, make sure they get enough sleep. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah, we can't we can't go all bouncy, you know, when it's when it's sleepy by time. And I, I find this a lot, um, especially when I've done Halloween events in the past where it's typically I'm getting home at like midnight, maybe 1am, depending on when the client wants me there until. Um, and, and so a lot of the time, I don't know what my energy is going to be like. And so I usually account for like, Hey honey, can you drive me to the event? Can you pick me up from the event? Can, is it okay if my husband comes to this event and is like kind of my, my bouncer or, you know, my, my go-to person. So we are going to talk a little bit about that because that's a good segue from our last episode yeah. where Melissa was basically saying, Hey, you know, like find the bartender, find the wait staff, ask them, like tip them really well and say like, Hey, can you just keep my water glass full? Or, Hey, do you think you can put a plate together for me? You know? Um, and it really helps, you know, having someone there to, that other than yourself <laughs> taking care of your needs and making sure like you're taking care of your like bod- bodily physicality, it, it goes a long way. And sometimes if you don't do that, your aftercare is going to need to be that much heavier to compensate for that. Heck yeah, definitely. Yes. So who wants to talk about what they do first? I know Hillary has been kind of talking. So uh, don't pick me. Well, <laughs> let's so let's, I let's don't know, have do we, Yeah. Okay. So on yeah. Rado, I know that you came prepared, which is awesome. So, <laughs> so I, um, Virgo here. Um, yes. I, it, de- it really depends on the type of event or if it's like a daily reading and also it depends for me, it depends on the time of the reading. So not just morning or night, but like the actual length of the reading because mm-hmm. um, if it's a 15 minute reading you know you usually go through it and it's quick you know and easy right um and then if it's 30 minutes it's a little bit longer then it kind of like takes a little bit more energy out of you and if it's an hour reading definitely um it does take a, a toll on your energy um also depending on what type of reader you are you know so for me um i do I do my prep before um, getting into the reading. So I'll do my little ritual. You know, I connect with my guides, with, you know, uh, my ancestors. I'll connect with um, my higher self. I'll, you know, um, make sure I'm well hydrated, make sure that I'm um, that I'm ready, that I'm present, that my phone is off. I mean, if I'm using my phone for the reading, you know, <laughs> it's different, but like make or sure that nobody's having text- it, that's the timer, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, make sure that nobody's texting me or um, kind of like interrupting me because I think that um, either noise pollution, as you were talking about, um, uh, or, or maybe we were talking before we started about um, being next to a loudspeaker during an event or being next to loudspeaking people because you might be at a restaurant, there's no speaker, but there might be noisy tables or, or next to the kitchen where it's just like a lot of noise uh, from plates or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
or if you're like at a renaissance uh fair and then you'll get a lot you know there's a lot of people walking by so you want to make sure that everything's like set up uh for your success right yeah. um and then and then after depends on how much time i have in between clients or um with the length of the reading i'll do my little like either i'll like some incense or i'll um wash my hands you know i'll do you know as uh, in reiki i'm also a reiki practitioner so in reiki they they do teach you some techniques to kind of like energetically um cut yourself off from the client you know like for uh cord cutting uh, let's call it that um and then you know it depends it depends on each reading so i have i uh, you know i have a couple of things that i do and a couple of things that i recommend but i want to hear what you guys also um do in, in in that sense but usually for me if i am home and i'm doing these readings and i just want to really disconnect after a whole day of reading then i'll take a, a, a simple bath um you know and if you don't have a bathtub you can do a you know you can mix it in a bowl and i'll use like Himalayan salt, like pure sea salt or kosher, kosher salt. And then I'll also use baking soda and then I'll just mix it. And, you know, either if you believe in prayer, you can pray over it, set your intention, put your hands over it, energize it and just ask that it removes any um, remnants, energy, any any energy that might, stay, you know, have stayed there. And also a salt baths have a therapeutic um uh quality to them that's just not just magical or spiritual um and then the baking soda is really uh for detoxing etc so sometimes i get like actual fistful of salt and i scrub my the bottom like my soles the bottom of my feet mm. um and that really really kind of makes me feel uh grounded and disconnected from that and ready to go to bed or do something else mm. i like that Such well, like the, the 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 um definitely the rubbing of the feet that sometimes I do and sometimes I don't do it but <laughs> I, I also second a simple bath or shower um that's one of, that's literally after I set everything on the counter including the possible food requirement that I stop by and get that's the first thing I do before anything else is to get all the gunk get all the the energy and the air or the virus or you know bacteria off of me so that I can feel, like you said, more grounded and just mm -hmm. kind of release all that, sh all that shit. Well, I mean, depending on what time you get home, because like if you're working late and, mm -hmm. you know, or if you're in an apartment building and it's like not okay at like 3 a.m. to take a shower or take a bath, um, what I'll usually do is I'll at least wash my hands and wash my face. Um, some kind of washing. It doesn't have to be a whole shower or bath, especially if you're, you know, time constraints or, you know, it's a little bit too late to be doing that at least wash your face and wash your hands. So Sorry, what and that what, no, that what you're saying, particularly at least watch, and that's actually a practice in certain spiritual traditions that you'll just mm -hmm. wash your head or your face and your, your hands and your feet, kind of like different points that if you cannot get to the shower or, or bath, um, to really, uh, you're mentally signaling your body that you're no longer doing that. You know, you're, you're letting the, letting it know, Hey, I'm, I'm focusing on something else yeah. and you're de definitely disconnecting energetically because sometimes 
some readings can be very tough depending on whatever we spoke about with our clients. Um, you know, if they're grieving, if they just had a breakup, if they, if this is just one of those people that just needs to someone to listen to them. And that's why we're there for, that's why they're paying us. Right. So if it's just like a mental dump, right. On the, on, on us. And then we really need to, um, get rid of that. Um, and one of the things with the, with the cleansing of the hands uh, or a bath, et cetera, it is um, usually, I prefer to do it with cold water. And the oh. reason we use cold water is because the vagus, ne the vagus nerve, right? It's <laughs> what counteracts are like um, a fight, fly, or freeze response, right? In our, in, in our uh, nervous system. So, what it does is um, it prevents us to, of getting into that anxiety level because some readings is like, oh my God, I know that this husband is cheating on her or, or, or them and I can't do anything about it. And if as empaths, right? Or as just plain people that care about others, you're like, oh my God, I can't do anything about it. I know that this woman's suffering her, the, her son's addiction. I cannot do anything about it. So we get into that anxiety because we're identifying with our clients so much that we really need to, we get into that uh, fight or flight, right? And then we try yeah. either, we try to solve their problem, we break our boundary and then we let them in even more, which is not healthy at all. And it's really not helping them. And then, um, or we just, stay away from, and you're like, I don't want to read anymore, which we've all had that <laughs> yeah. experience oh, God, where yeah. you're, where you're like, Oh my God, I don't want to read anymore for anybody because this reading was so horrible. Right. <laughs> right so right. done, um, So over it. <laughs> yeah. And, or, or someone was nasty and we're picking up on that energy. Right. And, mm -hmm. and, and not nasty in the sense of they're being disrespectful because there's a nasty energy sometimes that can just be, um, off-putting, you know, it's like, I'm listening to you. I know what you're calling me out and I don't like that. And that's why I'm just bouncing this energy back to you. Right. right. Um, so the cold water, what it does is really cuts that effect. Right. And it makes us more grounded, more relaxed. It mm -hmm. allows our, our body to experience those uh, feelings in a different way. So I really recommend that um, just like drinking a glass of cold water. Some people can do that because of like, acid reflux or other stuff but i really if you can like ice cold water if i'm whenever you're nervous or upset or whatever drink ice cold water and you'll get so much calmer like and that's the that's that response that i'm talking about and mm -hmm. wearing a piece of black tourmaline um during your reading or having it under your feet or putting it in your pockets um if that crystal resonates with you or having a um, selenite wand you know which you keep with your cards or you wave around in you know around your aura that's really it depends on your belief system obviously um so that's why we're giving all this um <laughs> different yeah, it's like take take what what works for you and leave the rest behind yeah no, i love that you mentioned the um the cards i love that you mentioned the stones because i know like um melissa hillary and i we all wear uh labradorite through readings i know like I um, we also tend yes. to we have our own systems of what uh, stones we have in our readings but I love the idea of the aftercare <laughs> stones. Like, hold, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Chris or Honoré is holding up their, his stones. But yeah, like, um, I've got selenite. I've got a lot of, for me, being a Leo, I don't know if this is true for you, Hillary, or even for Liz, but I use tiger's iron 
because oh, it's got yes. hemi- yes. yeah, that helps me ground. So it just like sucks me back down to the earth. But yeah, selenite wands are great to help clear your ducts and kind of reset their energy after all this, unless they tell you, hey, I'm done. And then you just kind of put them back in your shelf <laughs> and let them rest for right. however long. Yes. And I wear a tiger's eye ring always also. Nice. Um, I love tiger. I love tiger. And I think uh, because of, for me being a earth sign, um, you know, I, it, re- it really helps me connect. Um, and also if you ask the divine hand, Jim, he'll tell you, depending on the ring, uh, on the finger, you're wearing the ring. It really uh, has a different meaning that could, that you can add that to your, uh, I learned that from him. Um, but definitely crystals very big um because it's easy you know sometimes i mean if you're in the middle of a set like event you cannot go and take a shower after a nasty reading so so you have to you know come up with something else right something that will um i also found that um taking a pinch of salt whenever you feel Mm -hmm. like very ungrinded and just putting in your tongue a pinch of salt right away brings you back to the earth especially maybe you're not disturbed but you're just spaced out because you're really connected psychically and or we're doing a mediumship reading depending on the type of reading that you do mm-hmm. well i love i love that you mentioned that on rayo because um especially with the you know there's the aftercare but there's also the the mini aftercare that we need to do in between readings or in between mm-hmm. clients to be able to really disconnect our energy from that client to go into the next reading fresh and not connecting to the previous client, you know? Um, and there are really great ways to do that. Like you've just mentioned about the pinch. I'm going to use that pinch of salt on the tongue. That's going to be gonna very try helpful. That as well, if I, ever but, have um, to. I, I actually have like certain sprays that I'll spray around, like, especially around like my crown, crown chakra, the back of my neck, my heart chakra, wherever I feel like a need of like doing a little bit of a cleanse. So like I have this one that I got from like the Omega gift shop um, from color energy. It's an aura cleanser essence spray. Um, But like, there's, there's so many ways you can, there's a lot of sprays out on the market and they're like sage sprays um, so that you don't have to go and find your lighter or find a a stick of sage or incense or whatever, because, you know, um, sometimes there are fire codes at different event sites, you know, and you can't have an open flame or you can't, you know, burn incense or sage. So um, those sprays are a really Mm -hmm. great way to like kind of cut that energy and help you um, as like kind of a mini aftercare before the big one. <laughs> I use, I have a Palo Santo spray that I'll link in the show notes that I do before I set up or just after I get everything set up, I spritz it once or twice. And then after I've taken everything down to kind of cleanse the space. And then, um, I also use, um, a friend of mine locally makes, um, potions. And one year at Newt's, I asked her to make me a psychic detox spray and she calls it seven brooms. And it's fantastic. I, I, keep bottles of it everywhere. And I'm always spritzing it as I need it. Um, but I'll also link down in the show notes. Do you use any, um, sprays or, or, um, scented oils or anything in your work on a row? Yes. So in the bath that I mentioned in the, at the very beginning, you can definitely use, uh, essential oil of bergamot, uh, which, you know, it's about kind of like getting your power back and it's also a, a citrus, right? So it, it's also cleansing any citrus, like lemon, uh, lime, that type of thing that you can add to the bath, but you can also use that as a, as an oil and just rub it in your hands, 
we have sensitive skin. Try not to use uh, essential oils right on your palms yeah. because it might burn. It might burn. Some oils uh, might do that. Um, so check your sensitive <laughs> sensitivity, right? Um, but also, um, you can add it to the bath, a couple of drops, and that really has that essence um, there that you can add to to the bath. I or you can create definitely um, take some regular like rub like isopropyl like alcohol right and um just put a couple drops of uh, your favorite essential oil or put a little piece of palo santo in it or put a little piece of herbs that they use for cleansing there or pieces of frankincense i make uh i usually put like pieces of like tears of frankincense tears or copal and i'll put them in in a base oil and then that creates that and i'll just use a little bit of that um and then you can definitely Put that under the chair that you're working on, under the table that you're working on. Depends if you, right, whatever people are into, but I am a big believer that it, everything, it's interconnected, right? So yeah. I'll, I'll do those little prep steps so I don't have to worry about like how much thing I'm, <laughs> how much things I have to get rid of afterwards. Right. No, right. I, totally I think I, I think a lot of the things that we've listed here are not, not specifically aftercare, but you know, like ongoing care so that you're not completely mm-hmm. <laughs> whacked out of your mind when you're done for, for, you know, your reading day. Um, Jamie, do you have a list? Kind of. Yeah. Like I said, um, you know, I, I Paulo Santo the place after I've taken everything down and put it back in my bag. Then I, sometimes when I, um, when I'm done with readings, especially late at night, because if, well, I mean, if you start around, uh, dinner time and you go into the evening hours, you haven't had a meal. And sometimes there's no way for you to actually kind of get a meal if you're the only person at the reading. Like I've been, there've been times where at a haunt, I, I was the only person. So one of the things I would do is I, I get throat lozenges. That's something that I talked about in the last episode. And that's something I believe every reader should keep in their go bag, something to help their mm-hmm. throat, you know, stay happy, their vocal cords stay sane. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they also kind of gives you a little bit of sugar as you need it. Bring water, constantly drink that water. But if you have to, and this is also kind of goes into that magical practice of after a big ritual, you go and you ground by eating. So nope. like I said, I'll, I'll go to Taco Bell sometimes. I, I, not big on them, especially since they've changed their menu. God damn you, Taco Bell. But I'll, I'll go to like a, whatever's open, whatever's fucking open, and I'll get something to nibble on, whether it's French fries or something, just to get my body reintegrated into digestion, gets me back into my body because eating does do that. It, it kind of reminds us that, hey, we're alive and we need stuff. So I'll do that. I drive home. And I, I'm lucky that we have two bathrooms at our house, so I can always use our guest bathroom for that shower. And then um, sometimes I'll like either reshuffle the decks that I used, or I will put the selenite wand on them, or I'll even Palo Santo. I used to actually take like Florida water and gently put that on a cloth, and then I just lightly wipe it across every card. But that was something I did after a sleep. Sometimes, yeah. you know, especially in the day, if you're able to, you know, or if it's the late at night thing, you're going to go direct to bed. And then right. um, hopefully uh, I, I learned early or later on in doing event readings to not schedule anything the next day or have it later in the day. So I could be able to sleep as long as my body wanted to, because, mm. you know, it's. 
people don't think readings are that hard, but when you do it for five to eight hours, it's, it's real heck on your toe on your body. <laughs> like, like Honoreo said, you know, you got to wash your feet. Your feet are hurting. Your back is going to hurt, especially in your thirties and forties kids. <sighs> you know, we get old, like, you know, your back starts hurting. So sleeping helps your body recover in the ways that it needs without you being in the way of, you know, being hyper or, you know, grumpy. So I, I try to, you know, take a nap if it's, you know, just a small, short day thing, or um, if it's that one thing, I just, I let my body take as much time as it wants. So, you know, that's kind of my routine. It's a little yeah. short, a little simple. I, um, I used to do this. Um, I, 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 st- I guess I still do t- at times, but it really depends on the quality of your cards and not the quality, but like what they're made of because it mm-hmm. could damage your cards. As you say, I used to use floor water. Sometimes I'll use floor water on my hands anyway, or like a special mix that I, I prepare. But, um, but I would put my, a cup of water or a glass of water or a, you know, a goblet. Um, and I'll put my cards on top of that. And then the goblet can have some, like some crystals, some amethyst or some clear quartz um, or citrine or whatever, and just put your cards on top of the in between readings, right? If you're working with, um, with people um, face to face, which might not be as much now, but it, it's happening more and more. Um, right as we were getting kind of like moving from the pandemic um <laughs> that's still going on but you know um but you put it there um in between readings or if you have them in your table and you want to just disconnect because you know how some people as as aftercare they'll like if they get a bad reading they'll like reshuffle the deck and like mm-hmm. separate by, by like put it in order and then reshuffle it again so to kind of like break away or, or cleanse um the deck of any negativity right if you allow other people to touch your cards so it really depends on um on your belief system. I do have a tip that I wanted to share with both of you and with okay. the people listening. Um, I have a, it's a little ritual that you can do right after your readings. Um, and you just take the four aces of the minor arcana. So you'll take the ace of wands, the ace of cups, the ace of swords, and the ace of pentacles, right? And then you'll shuffle as you're thinking uh, or asking the question, what should my self-care or after-care routine be like, right? Or be based on. So let's say you pick the swords, then obviously swords is air and it's the mind, right? So it could be as easy as doing breath of fire, right? Uh, which is a yoga practice. You can look it up on, online. It's very easy to do. It's kind of like panting like a dog almost. Uh, that's what it looks like. Um, you can do some meditation or visualization to ground, to clear uh, the energy, right? You can do some uh, uh, mantra from the chakras, like the lamb, uh, you know, lamb, bam, ram, you know, all the mantras for the different chakras um, to kind of get you in that point and cleanse you. And also reading something simple as start read something or something fun, something that you like to do for fun. Um, and that helps you out a lot. Um, or, um, yeah, I think that's for, for sources, things related to the mind or to air, right? Uh, for cups, it would be something basic like, a drink of water, you know, cold water, as I said earlier, or a bath or a wash, right? Um, a spray, as you both were talking about, like 
spraying something that incorporates the element of water, right? Moon water. You can definitely, like right now we are in the full moon. Um, you can definitely, I don't know, whenever you guys are listening to this, um, <laughs> but um, you can definitely make moon water and use that in, within your rituals, right? Um, for cleansing. If you get wands, you can definitely use uh, incense and burn incense and just uh, you know, uh, uh, smoke yourself with the incense, right? Um, frankincense, copal, palo santo, things that are ethically sourced, I would say, for yeah. people to make sure that they're ethically so uh, sourced and not exploited. And with wands also, I, I like this ritual that I learned when I was very young um, and with the local traditions, which is you take an actual candle, like a taper candle, and then you rub it all over your, your body, you rub it like as if you were cleansed, like a bar of soap, and then you light it. And that's really burning away all that uh, auric uh, field uh, negative energy. I and like that. For, I yeah. never thought about <laughs> that. Cool. At first, yeah. I was like, wait, how are you going to rub a candle that's lit? And I'm like, derp. No, it's not lit. No, and then, no, it's so not, very important, it's kids, don't light it until you're done rubbing <laughs> it on your body. Can, yes, an unlit candle. Um, and you can anoint the candle with some sort of oil or whatever and mix, right? And then if you get the ace of coins, then you'll do something very physical, like walking for a little bit, maybe 10 minutes walk. Maybe if you can go outside barefoot and, and connect with the ground, right? Um, using some crystals, as we spoke about, and doing some yoga posture, or maybe some mudra, which you can do with your, you know, like, uh, um, that you can do with your, with your hands, or eating salt, something wholesome, a whole food, um, some, some, something, uh, a protein bar, something that will get you um, connected. But it's using, like, the cards themselves are telling you what type of ritual you should do. Uh, and then you can get creative with that. Those are just examples, but you can definitely get creative with those uh, using the elements. That's awesome. That's, That's brilliant. Not, not something I ever would have thought about. So thank Me you neither. for sharing that. <laughs> yep. Instant, yeah, instant aftercare ritual for everybody. Homework. Yep. Try it after a reading <laughs> and see what happens. I, I, it's going to be in the show notes. So yeah, we, we haven't been assigning homework lately. So I no. think that's a, that's a good, uh, that's a good homework assignment for everyone. I mean, I think, I think the biggest thing is giving your body what it needs after, mm -hmm. after a reading. I think that's the, the salient biggest point from this episode. Um, you know, like I, we were talking about crystals before and I like grabbed immediately my, um, my mala that I have that uh, Jen Cintron uh, made for me, my psychic mala. And it has like a ton of like rainbow moonstone. I think some iolite, um, some, um, I think it's called ametrine. It's like a combination mm. of amethyst and citrine. Um, yes. And I usually wear this as like kind of a physical signal that I'm reading right now. I'm working right now. And then when I take it off after the reading, it's my physical signal that like, Hey, I'm done. Um, and there have been times where I've been, you know, still wearing it and not in the reading space and wondering why the heck am I feeling so spacey and weird? And it's because like, I'm just stacked with rainbow moonstone. <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay, let me take this off and let me just ground a little bit and feel a little bit better. So it's funny that you were mentioning about crystals, but like some of it can be a very physical signal. <laughs> hey, I'm done. Now it's time for me to focus on my self-care. Yeah. I yes. think for me, the bottom line is post aftercare is all about grounding and disconnecting. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you got to ground yourself, brings you back to the present, gives you that separated space of um, having that temporary autonomous zone of, you know, having this little community pop up and then disconnecting from it. And then, um, yeah, just making sure that you're taking care of your physical, you know, and mental needs or even emotional, as mm-hmm. I know Honoreo and Hillary both said, you know, if you've had those just sort of, have those disturbing readings that you can pull away from them and not take on the energy of your client as your own. Right. And I mean, like these tips that we've given in this episode, um, these are great tips to even have on the client side as well. And these are often things that I will say to the client after their reading, like, hey, make sure that you're hydrating yourself. Make sure that you drink a big glass of water, um, have a meal, get to bed early, you know, like exercise if you need to, like give your body what it needs right now because you did work too, just receiving the reading. Yes, yes, definitely. And it's just basic. I think uh, self-care in general is so, it's such a, I guess it's so common sense that people don't think about it, you know, and then you're like, why am I feeling like this? Why am I, I was in such great energy and all of a sudden I got out of there and it's like, I feel like dragging or whatever. And it's really like going back to your, going back to your mental health, as you were saying, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It it takes a while to develop a practice, you know, AKA a ritual for you. I mean, I obviously after this episode, I know both Hillary and I are probably going to incorporate some new ideas into our own as we navigate through this, but yeah, take some time. I mean, if you're not a big water person, you know, try one of the, the, try the idea of the incense, the smoking, you know, this, you know, burning something or as a release. So, I mean, there's so many ways and ask your fellow readers, ask others in the community what they know. I mean, we're just three, we're just three readers. There's, there's so many more people out there that have their own rituals and their own structures. Yes. And I think uh, a lot of people kind of refrain from, because they think rituals or aftercare rituals or, or ceremony needs to be very um, complex and it can be as complicated or as easy as you, you know, as you, as you want it to be. It doesn't need to take an hour. You know, it could take 10 minutes. It could take 15 minutes. You really need to be present for it mm-hmm. and, and make sure that you are paying attention and be mindful to what it is that you're doing because it, it, you're doing it to disconnect and to cleanse and to be ready for either your other sitter or your next day as you can receive it, uh, you know, in your full force, right? Right. It's really, it's really not so much about disconnecting, but disconnecting and then connecting back to mm-hmm. yourself, yeah. right? Exactly, yeah. I love that. I think I think we're done. I think we've given some <laughs> am- well, Honoreo's given some amazing, fantastic, oh. brilliant, you know, ideas for post aftercare readings. Thank you. And so has Hillary. And, and I so think, have you. Well, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> yes. I got the simple thing food and shower and sleep, you know. I'm, I mean, I'm a cat you know, by nature. I like that. I think that that's the point that um, Mm -hmm. everybody's different. And I think the different perspectives, right. It really gives you uh, a a wealth of information that you can try out because I think um, where where it gets lost is where people think, oh, it has to be, I have to use Sage. I have to use Palo Santo. I have to, you know, and if you can't, then what are you going to do? Then you're going to be stuck with that energy. No, there's a lot of stuff that you can do. Definitely. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Don't should all don't should all over yourself. 
oh. try out these different things. I love that. Don't should all over. I'm like, thou shalt do. You know, no. And then as anybody who, as our, what is it, 22 listeners know at this point, we don't, you know, should over anybody, you know, try what works, keep with it and move on to the next. Right. And Definitely. with that, I am so grateful you're, you were able to come on again on a row and yes. share. Oh my God, thank your you. Thank you for having me. Ideas. <laughs> and listeners, give it a shot. Let us know what works for you. And if you think of any other awesome ideas, please send them in our way. Our email inbox is always open. And we hope that your readings this event season are glorious and that your energy levels and your health stay healthy. Mm -hmm. bye everybody (laughs) thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast you can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com and please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com we'll see you next time